1: Welcome everybody to the Hammer and Rails podcast. With you, as always, I'm your host Andrew Ledman,
2: and I'm Casey Bartley.
1: Uh, I was lucky enough to get Casey to not be at work uh, today. You know he's he's one of those rise and grind types. He's in there all day, every day. Uh, this is just in case his boss listens, but I don't think he's a listener.
2: I don't want to be there. <laughs>
1: So, uh, we're back with you today. We're going to spend the majority of the podcast talking about the NBA draft that took place uh, late last week. Was that on Friday? I don't even know. That
2: was on Thursday night.
1: Thursday night. There we go. Um, So, we're going to cover that in the second half. Three Purdue players um, wound up going to teams, but, of course, only Jaden Ivey was drafted. But we're going to touch all that uh, in the second half. But first, Casey, I have a food-slash-sports-related question for you. I love those things. Yeah, that's a good combination. So, Uh, I I don't know if you saw this, but the official pizza of the NFL is no longer Pizza Hut.
2: Didn't know they were already?
1: Yeah. But that makes sense. Well, because nobody out pizzas the Hut, but in this case, someone did. Mm. Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. You know,
2: (laughs) when, like, you see someone up on the Jerry Springer and they got two people? Yeah. And it's a little love... Love Triangle. Love
1: Triangle situation.
2: And the whole time you're thinking like, "Mm, I don't want to bite out of either of those slices.
1: You know, I'm not going to sit here and allow you to impugn Little Caesars this way.
2: Which one's Little Caesars?
1: Little Little Caesars is the one with the hot and ready pizza. Yeah, garbage. No, listen. Trash person. Listen, listen. I'm not going to say it's the best pizza in the world. Okay. But you pay an extra dollar and you get the one with like the extra pepperoni and you actually have to make it fresh instead Yay. of sitting in a hot, instead of More in a warmer
2: crappy stuff.
1: Listen, I'll eat that all day. Cause it's six bucks and it's going to be ready super fast.
2: Okay. your my wife, and my, my wife loves, loves the crazy bread. That doesn't I make it a good, kid. it doesn't make it a good quality
1: product. I, well, I didn't say it was good quality.
2: Okay. So what are uh, you arguing?
1: I'm arguing that it gets the job done. I'm saying like,
2: as in it is food.
1: Yeah, basically Barely. that's my baseline. That's my baseline here.
2: Barely. And, that's a uh, hard argument for a food
1: opinion. And they have uh they actually have some pretty decent desserts. They have like cookie dough brownies. Those are pretty good.
2: Yeah, I could throw bread in an inordinate <laughs> amount of sugar together and make something tasty as well.
1: No, you could not. <laughs> Let's be really Let's could. be clear. No, I don't I don't I've made I, you dinner sir no, or you have a not. midnight snack. No you have not. Oh. That was Juan.
2: I made you mozzarella stick.
1: Oh, that was at a bar. Sir, I made them. That doesn't count. Sir,
2: <laughs> this is at a restaurant.
1: I don't think that counts. Why doesn't that you count? You got them out of a bag and put them in a deep fryer. <laughs> you, what are you, you think were not, cooking is? You were, not back there, you were not back there cutting the mozzarella, making I your own breading. I the
2: mozzarella to make sure it's stuck to the breading.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't think that counts as as making me a midnight snack. A lot
2: of weird rules made up.
1: I mean, that's all rules are made up, Casey. That's the way life. I don't know why it doesn't count. Okay, all right, but it does seem it just seemed odd that Little Caesars is plunking down the money to be the official pizza of the NFL.
2: You'd imagine it's a lot of money, right?
1: I would think so. Um, and I mean, they put out like this huge statement about it too. And they were very proud. And it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like a, it's a Detroit brand originally. Um, and the guy who owns it is actually like, he owns a couple sports teams. If I'm remembering correctly. Sure.
2: <laughs> I don't know who the guy, I don't trust pizza guys. I like, think we've all Just, learned that lesson.
1: Oh, well with, with father, John, father, John. Yeah. He had quite the fall from grace. Was it Grace? <laughs> is that where he came from? Well, I mean, you know, as far as, like, being a a public figure that people didn't necessarily dislike. Uh, but, yeah, the the guy who founded Little Caesars is Mike Illich, and he owned the Detroit Red Wings and Detroit Tigers. Uh, now his – I believe his son owns them because he uh, he passed away a few years ago. But uh, So he founded Little Caesars, and he used Little Caesars money to buy Detro- the Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers. I'm happy for him. Like who would have thought you could build an empire on on the Shitty pizza, that, pizza? You, that you used to be able to find in uh Kmart's across the country.
2: Yeah, I maybe spend a little more time making pizza.
1: Well, you know, you used to be able to buy the pizza by the foot and that's how you know it's the best thing you can you can get food wise.
2: Um they did what?
1: Yeah, you could buy like a yard of pizza. Why? I, you know, I don't know. I think it was just them trying to be different. They also had one that was like the Bigfoot was, Pizza. Was,
2: was the motto yards best not taken?
1: I don't even know what that's. Is that supposed to be Robert Frost? Yes. Is that what you were going for there? Frost Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Cri- um, Crispy Rob. So Little Caesars both had a pizza called the Bigfoot Pizza, which was just a big square pizza. So they and came you go with a yard. Well, and you could also know- order.
2: They know Americans aren't smart enough to know the difference, right?
1: Well, you, you could order pizza by the foot, and it literally came in a box that looked like, uh, almost like a measuring tape.
2: What's the longest pizza you ever ordered, Ledman?
1: I, I, d- I don't remember ever ordering one that was in that shape. But uh, it's quite the quite the way to differentiate yourself, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's all crappy. They're like, those could not be lower on the rank of pizza to get
1: uh what little caesar's lois on the on the rung and pizza hut i mean i like pizza hut pizza as far as like the big chains go it's so bad you're just wrong give me a pizza hut pan pizza any day
2: <sighs> grease crisp that's what yeah. i want in my pizza
1: you know you sure do pretend to have high standards for the guy who wanted that giant hubcap sized piece of pizza in uh, philly that was good looking pizza
2: i would mm-hmm. gladly have
1: that sponsored the nfl Pizzas by the biggest slice you've ever seen.
2: Biggest, big as my head. It's better than $5. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Oh, and, and I'm going to have to fact check myself. Uh, the Bigfoot pizza was apparently Pizza Hut was the Bigfoot pizza.
2: You don't even know what you're talking. You have no credibility here.
1: Yeah, I know. I've got nothing. None. Uh, I just basically I wanted to take some time and talk about pizza because I could eat pizza every day and that's I, the story.
2: I agree with that,
1: but like okay, a
2: lawyer. You can you can order pizza by the slice. I mean,
1: not really all the time. You could. Uh, so if, you, if you're if you sitting around and you're going to order a pizza, where are you ordering from?
2: There's not much good pizza down here.
1: Yeah, I haven't really found a good pizza place mm. where I live either. There was one in Baltimore that was really good. Um, but w- since we moved from there, you know, it's, it's like a 40-minute drive. I'm not going to get a pizza 40 minutes away if I'm just bringing it home.
2: Yeah, we got a place here that's like... It actually has decent Chicago style pizza.
1: Okay. Dish, love that.
2: But it's thirty dollars a pizza. And
1: is, I'm I mean, not a lawyer. Is it a big pizza at least?
2: It's like one and a half meals between two people. Okay. It's so like it's big, but it's also not like crazy big for like it's still twelve dollars a person of
1: pizza. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a that's a pricey pizza, but uh, there used to be a there was a place near us when we moved out to Maryland that had Chicago style pizza. And it was very good the first few times we met, or we met when we went when I met the pizza. And uh,
2: that's how much you love pizza. I
1: do love pizza that Every much. Every pizza
2: is a dating Every, encounter.
1: It's, it's a first meeting with the pizza. <laughs> uh, and then we went back, and the quality just like fell off the earth. Mm. And then like a year later, it was closed. Yeah. We're like we're like yeah that tracks.
2: For thirty dollars, you could like get crab where you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was in fact that that pizza place in Baltimore had really good crab pizza. I'm intrigued. It was very good. And that's that place still exists. Um, like I said, it's just like 40 minutes away. And when you're just going to pick up a pizza, that's not really feasible. Hmm. Interesting. It's a, shame. a crab pizza. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm taking away from this. Not your not your silly little Caesar.
1: I mean, that's fine. Pizza, pizza. pizza. Give me an extra most bestest pepperoni pizza and, and I'm fine. I can't
2: believe as an adult you said most bestest pizza.
1: Hey, look. I don't name the pizzas. I just eat them. I'm disgusted.
2: I'm so proud of you all week.
1: <laughs> all right. There we go. Now that Casey's disgusted and I've sold my soul to Little Caesars, uh, if they're listening. Are you
2: getting it? Yeah, are you getting Are they going to sponsor
1: us? <laughs> if they're listening, they can also be the official am, pizza of am the Hammer Rails podcast. I also co-host
2: now? Because I lost us some, some pizza dough.
1: <laughs> hey, listen. Anybody wants to throw money at us, I'll shill for them. Uh, as long as it's, you know, not an... As long as they're not committing evil deeds around the world. And as far as I know, uh, Little Caesars has done nothing evil. Um, in fact, the owner of Little Caesars paid Rosa Parks rent throughout her entire life uh, and never told anyone. So I'm going to bat for that guy any day I can.
2: Wait, what?
1: Yeah, that's a true story, my friend. Say it again, because you were ranting and I wasn't listening. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> um, so I heard Rosa Parks and <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, Mike Yelich, the guy who founded Little Caesars, Mm -hmm. uh, he paid Rosa Parks' rent.
2: You didn't want to lead with that when you were doing this diatribe about the Detroit Red Wings?
1: Honestly, I kind of forgot about it. Uh,
2: That would have been a more compelling argument than anything you've said this entire time. Yeah,
1: I know. Uh, But yeah, so he paid her rent for years so um he's a good dude and i'll support his pizza just for that even though he as i said has passed away and now his son runs the company i don't know if he's as is, is cool as him but there we Some go the rent well i mean rosa parks is no longer alive so but it's rent control <laughs> i don't think that's how it works <laughs> um but uh there we go uh so casey and i will be back no more pizza talk i promise we're going to talk My, nba draft
2: i'm going to compare each player to a slice of pizza
1: fair enough and we are back. So as promised, we're going to talk NBA draft. Uh, Casey, only one Purdue Boilermaker was drafted. Jaden and I taken, taken number five. Why do you uh, say it
2: so negatively? You had a top five pick, Ledman.
1: I'm, I wasn't being negative. The I'm only just, Boilermaker. You could have said Purdue had a top,
2: top five okay, pick. Okay, fine,
1: fine. Purdue, top five pick. One of only five schools in the country, actually, to have a first round <laughs> NBA draft pick and NFL uh, draft pick this year. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say one of five schools oh, to that. have a top five pick.
1: I wondered why I heard you laughing as soon as I started. But, yeah, that would have been a good stat, too. One of five schools. Yeah. Uh, so, Jaden Ivey taking number five, heading to the Detroit Pistons. Casey, you know what, what do you th-
2: Do you want to know why I love that really a lot? Why? Because he's not the fourth pick.
1: Oh, he yeah. didn't he's
2: go to Sacramento.
1: Yeah, that's Sweet that's where.
2: Lord, there is one.
1: That's where NBA careers go to die. Yep.
2: Holler it. Anyone, mike bibby
1: anyone that was there mike <laughs> bibby did, did uh, well there calm down chris weber come on what Calm that's down the,
2: they had some success yeah, they had more success than any player in the last 20 years so let's listen come on marvin bagley uh,
1: well, i'm saying when it was chris weber and mike bibby that was the team you played with on nba street that was the last good kings team i'm pretty sure correct
2: about the last good team that was a fun team yeah. not fun anymore
1: no not at um, all so I mean, what do we think of him going to Detroit other than we're happy it's not Sacramento? Is that a good fit for him?
2: Yes. Um,
1: And why is that?
2: Because Kate Cunningham's there. The number one pick of last season. Last
1: year, yeah. It's never good when your team has uh, top five picks in back-to-back years. Uh, That's that's (laughs) that's, not true. Well, hold on. It's never good if you're a fan because it means you've watched some terrible basketball. It's good in the sense that they're actually maybe going to be rebuilding and actually have some good players.
2: Yeah. And that was definitely, if that is the plan, it's a good thing, and that's definitely been Detroit's plan last few seasons. They got lucky with the lottery ball last year. Um, Kate Cunningham is, you know, a six eight six nine guy who is capable of running an offense, um, really good vision, uh, good shooter, good scorer, a really dynamic player with the ball in his hand, and he's a wing that can do that. So to pair him up with a guard who has a little bit of playmaking deficiency, like that's probably. His ability to be an on-ball guy and run an offense is probably the one thing that will need the most work, along with his jump shot, going into the NBA. So to have a guy there who can take a lot of that weight at that size, combined him with a freak athlete of a guard who has a ton of upside, who can take over games, um, he's going to be dominant in transition from day one, It's Pistons have to be thrilled, because he's you can tell me why Keegan Murray is a good NBA player and he was a decent fit for that Kings program.
1: I was surprised that he got drafted before Ivy.
2: Yeah, because he's not a blue chipper. He doesn't have that ceiling to be like, Jaden Ivy is literally the first guard taken and the best athlete in the entire draft.
1: Do we think Murray got taken before him? Because he was drafted by the Kings. Do we think that Murray got taken because Ivy had basically made it known? I'm not going to play it for doesn't you. like does I mean... Didn't didn't even go to a workout, didn't have like a, a I, physical with them. I mean, I, I know teams often will just draft anyway and be like, well, we're going to trade you, um, but that really does get rid of some of the leverage for the team there.
2: I, I think there's two main... There's like a bunch of small reasons, but I think it comes back to two things. It comes back to one thing. The owner's really dumb and <laughs> okay. it's a really <laughs> badly ran franchise, and the way they talk themselves into it is Keegan Murray fits the team's need which is a shooting wing big and they just traded away a dynamic offensive guard who had the ball a little too much and didn't work with De'Aaron Fox. So they didn't think they needed another ball dominant guard, which is dumb. And (laughs) I'm sure it didn't help. I'm sure there's a little bit of ego like, oh, you don't want to be here? Well, I don't want to have you. What now? Huh? Also dumb.
1: Yeah, and I, well, I th- at least at least the first point though goes to the the eternal question of do you draft the best player or do you draft the best fit? And it's basketball that at least you do play. That at least you can argue. It's not hard.
2: It's basketball. It's best player. You can make two guards work. I promise.
1: I mean, that, that's there have been like,
2: successful teams with two good guards.
1: That's back when you know Jordan was in the draft, and was it Clyde mm-hmm. Drexler who got drafted before him?
2: Uh, or Mo- and the and the big guy.
1: Well, yeah. But I mean, it was um, because the team was like, we already was it we already have Moses Malone or something, so we didn't need Clyde Drexler or we didn't need Michael Jordan. I couldn't remember. There was some team that that was like, I think it's because they had
2: Clyde, they didn't need. Yes,
1: they had Drexler, so they were like, we don't need another Drexler. And you're like, oh, that's a mistake. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty much any time it's between you know, it's you know, Luka Doncic like fell in the draft you just don't get guys who are potentially takeover players with the ball in their hands all that often, especially when they're freak athlete I mean when you, when you talk about Jay Ivy you're talking about Russell Westbrook level speed and I know it's a lot of people's favorite thing to make fun of Russell Westbrook those teams were pretty good and he was dominant pretty much for pure his speed uh his ability to get to the hoop transition Ivy at worst case is that. And I think we both believe he has a little bit better feel better shot than that. Uh, like the sky's the limit with this kid. He's the best guard in this entire draft. Yeah. The, he's the one guy after the top three that had the chance of breaking into the top three, just because a lot of guys did like him and I, he's got the pedigree comes from athletes. His mother's a coach. He's a great kid. I mean, he's balling his eyes out because his dream came true. Yeah. yeah. Um, like we all know he's a sweetheart. He works hard. He's gotten better the two years he was at Purdue. I don't, I don't, there's no logical reason why. I mean, you can tell me those things, but it just, it seems silly, but it works out. He didn't want to be there. Good for him.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I, like he said, I wouldn't want to go there either. So, um, and to clarify the, the Michael Jordan draft talk, it was Sam Bowie was drafted by the Blazers because they already had Clyde Drexler and they thought they didn't need a guard like Jordan. Yeah. Um, Clyde.
2: Clyde and Jordan, that never worked.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. Two
2: dominant athletes? No who, a, need, no, who would
1: no, need who no, would need that? No. Um so yeah, I mean you talked a, a bit about it there with um Ivy. I mean his his mom played for the Detroit WNBA team. His father was born in Detroit and his I believe it was his grandfather um played professional football in Detroit if I'm remembering correctly. So, I mean He's just got a great history of, of family in Detroit. He still has family living up there. So that is pretty great that he wound up there. Yeah, his grandfather was an all pro defensive back for the pit or the Lions in the seventies and eighties. So I mean that's that's just pretty great. He's still got family up there. And as you said, it, it sounds like it could be a really good position for him to be in. And for NBA guys, sometimes, you know, your team really can make all the differences if you succeed or fail. Um So I I hope and believe he's in a good position.
2: Agreed. And if you can get him with another guy who, Cunningham's, you know, rookie season wasn't the best, but that is a blue chipper. And their games work together. And any time that you can get two guys, all of a sudden that team becomes pretty appealing. And they've got a couple interesting talents, young talents. They also have $21 million in a trade exemption right now.
1: They might okay. be in play to get... Uh... Tell me what that means. I don't follow NBA contract ins and outs.
2: So there's salary cap. So you have to meet a certain salary. Right. You can't go over it. Right. They could go $21 million over because they have an exception.
1: How the hell does that... Then it's not a salary well, cap.
2: You can trade for $21 million more without it counting into your salary.
1: That is so know. weird. That is so weird. That's like all there. Like, there's a max contract and then a super mm-hmm. max contract, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, they, it, it doesn't work that way. That is not how these words work. It's a salary super cap. Max you is
2: shouldn't totally a thing.
1: You shouldn't be able to go over something if it's a cap. It is a salary cap. It's a but soft cap. Yeah. Well, apparently, the softest <laughs> cap in the in the world. So. Um, and one more thing, we're both glad about. Uh, the Knicks were not able to get Jaden Ivey. They apparently tried to go after him after the Pistons drafted him, uh, but he he was not taken, was not traded away to the Knicks. So we were want happy him to about be on that. The Knicks? Uh you know the you Knicks would have meant a lot to who? Everyone. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I, do you remember how the world
2: went on fire when Jeremy Lin got hot for the Knicks? Like Knicks basketball means more when it's like
1: good. Yeah, I mean that was a cool little story. No, though. I don't Lin- want him Lin- working
2: for James Dolan. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. as they also have a terrible owner. Correct. Uh, has no idea what he's doing, kicking Charles Oakley out of the <laughs> arena. Um. So one other player from Purdue we thought might get drafted. Uh, Casey, were you surprised Trevion Williams no. did not get his name called? No. No, not at all? No. Yeah, it's it's really sad. Um. You know, he had so much potential. and
2: Is it that he, sad? I don't think he ever had that much NBA potential.
1: Well, I just mean when you see a guy who, who's an All-American his junior year, and then you're like, he comes back and you expect it to continue to grow and continue to perform. And then he had a really up and down senior year. We've talked about it a number of times on here. And I, I just, I hope, cause he, he did sign with a team. He signed with the Celtics for their summer league, right?
2: Yeah. It's an interesting spot.
1: Um, So I hope, I hope he can find um, a way to work his way onto a roster. Um, but you seem, I believe you said in our group chat that you think he's probably going to wind up in the G league.
2: It would be my guess if he doesn't want to go overseas.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, what about his game doesn't really transfer to the NBA?
2: <laughs> I still don't trust a shot. Yeah. Um I still don't think he can really hold up on the defensive end. He's not. I don't think he's big enough and probably not. He's quick enough with the ball in his hand, but he's not that quick on defense. I do think Celtics are interesting um, just because they kind of buck the trend on. They like small. They like small fives even if they have to play him at the four a little bit on at times. Um, They had a lot of success being big. Um, He is a good rebounder and that translates in the Celtics. If they need anything on that team and uh, they don't, they're not missing a ton. Uh, I mean, they were in the NBA finals, but they could use a guy that can pass that can move the ball. It's I, I have some, but it needs to be more quick passing. It doesn't, you're not holding the ball in the post in the NBA and then finding someone. So it'll be interesting to see if he could, at all showcase that in the summer league but it, it is an interesting spot brad steven's obviously very familiar with indiana basketball right and they do uh, you know grant williams is on that team they're similar body style grant williams is definitely a little bit better of an athlete but it's an interesting spot um Purdue hasn't really had success in boston with nba players
1: But no no we had uh two drafted there in the same season uh, and then Edwards, of course. So we had Jawan, Etwan, and Edwards all there um, through the years, and none of them seem to have really found their groove in Boston.
2: No. So uh, I mean, I don't think you can hold much to that, but it, it, I don't think his game particularly translates that well to the NBA. But maybe he gets in really, really good shape and quicker and faster, and he can be one of these tweener fives off the bench, given you know, 10 to 15 minutes, and maybe sparking things every now and again.
1: Yeah. So, of course, the final player uh, in one I, I don't think anyone had any illusions about being drafted was Sasha Stefanovich. Uh, he wound up joining a summer league uh, invite, getting a summer league invite with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, do we think there's there's any chance uh, for him there? Or is this just kind of a uh, a shot for him to say he's been in the NBA and he can then go play overseas?
2: Oh, no, I could totally see him guarding like Steph Curry on (laughs) this
1: Look, there's no reason to be mean.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, that is the thing holding him back. Like, I can't imagine him on an NBA court going up against real NBA guards and wing, Uh, Which is also, if we never saw it in college, the kind of stuff he would have to do to even sniff the NBA. Like, he couldn't consistently do it against college players, so... Do I think he's going to go there? And I think he'll look good in practice. I think he'll look good in drills, but I, I, no, I, I don't think there's any, any real hope for his NBA career. He's got good size, but the shot left him way too much to really be considered a sharpshooter. Unless, once again, maybe all this free time gives him enough to work on it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who I, I don't think we had. Like I said, we didn't have high hopes for him getting drafted. But I expect him to wind up overseas and have a very long career. I mean, Dakota um, Mathias
2: is not in the NBA. Right now.
1: Is he not? I know he had that weird contract situation. He bounces situation.
2: in and out. But yeah, yeah, right now, I don't believe he's signed to a team. He's better at everything than Sasha. And he can't make
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, we and we should mention when we we talked about Jaden Ivy, Carson Edwards still on, on the, pistons. Uh, the Pistons. Yep.
2: So Signed Ivy, a an year deal. I think end
1: it was a two season. year deal.
2: Yeah, something like that. So like he's definitely part of their future. They didn't have to sign him at the end of the season.
1: Exactly. They were they like, we just are let him locking
2: go. him up. He was good. um That is an interesting dynamic because he was getting on fire towards the end of the season, and he's a shooter shooter, and that team's gonna need some points. They've got now ivy and hay and they've got a guy named killian hayes who is a big like six seven left-handed point guard no jump shot but very good playmaker and you know they've got a bunch of bigs that are athletes but don't really stretch the floor so i could see someone like carson really having a renaissance up there in the pistons and I'll, i guess we need to go buy some pistons jerseys
1: i so they they say they're going to bring back those uh teal uh, jerseys that they had, like when Brian Cardinal was on the team, with like the the oh yeah <laughs> the horse head and like breathing fire, whatever it was doing. I'm here like, for it. They're hideous, but also beautiful. Uh, so you know maybe if they put out some some good uh jerseys for Ivy or Edwards, we could definitely take a look at those. I think those would be some good looking good looking jerseys.
2: I'm here for it. I guess we're gonna have to catch a Pistons
1: game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carson Edwards, by the way, I did look up. He, it's a two it's a two-year deal uh, no information on the salary that I can find is confirmed but uh, this website hoops hype has his 2022 2023 salary as uh, 1.8 million um, but I don't know Bad how day. don't know how accurate that is um, and it said in the previous year he made 1.7 in Memphis and then because he was only with Detroit for a few games mm-hmm. uh, made roughly 76 thousand so looks like about the same for the two years uh but no information on on the total contract so do you think him and ivy uh can coexist on the same team absolutely yeah I, you think i mean you think they'll be on the floor at the same time
2: yeah um i mean maybe not a ton but i don't see anything about their games that doesn't doesn't mesh especially if ivy can shoot i mean in theory carson's the kind of guard that can play with anyone ivy's not a small guard no um So pretty much that would be the only thing if they were both small guards, but no, he's Ivy's big. I'm assuming he's going to be in the gym and his frame looks like it's going to put on NBA weight really well.
1: Yeah. I I think so too.
2: And yeah, I mean, the only, only issue would be size because they both can get to the hoop. They can both shoot. And I think they both move pretty well. Like Ivy was pretty good moving off the ball when he wanted to be, and you're going to have to want to be in the NBA. Yeah. And so yeah, I I yeah, I think it's I think it's a good fit. I think it's a nice backfield or backcourt. Um it's going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to be fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, as we've said on here before, I'm not a huge NBA guy. I usually check in in the playoffs and watch some of those and watch the finals. Um but if if I see a Detroit Pistons game this next season, I will definitely be watching. How do I might
2: um, just, get the Detroit Pistons season pass?
1: Oh, look at you.
2: Maybe try to get a uh, when I come to Charlotte, get a media pass. Go watch go watch him interview them a little bit.
1: Yeah, you actually probably would be able to do that, so that'd be that'd be pretty nice. So there you go. If you're listening, Carson and Jaden, uh, look out for Casey Bartley coming to a uh, <laughs> an arena near you uh, to interview. So there we go. That's the NBA draft. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but when is the next time you think Purdue might have a player drafted, or and who would it be?
2: Mm, I'm gonna guess Colvin's an NBA player.
1: Okay um but that's got to be at least i mean at least three years away because he's not even coming in until
2: 2023 correct oh i'm trying to think if i think first could be an nba player i don't think that's very hard to imagine at all
1: um but do you think he'd be drafted yeah okay
2: late first early second
1: okay wow that's i think that's bold i i think if anything you gotta be think i mean
2: i, I think we're underestimating because we didn't get to see him do a whole bunch else yeah yeah he's
1: that's true gonna have
2: seven foot metrics while moving the way he does that gets drafted
1: yeah it it just does
2: and um trey kaufman ran definitely has some nba potential big guy handle the ball move around um don't have a bunch of guards
1: no (laughs) could be no
2: you either morton maybe oh i
1: don't i don't know about that i wouldn't be
2: terribly shocked if he's like a late second round pick
1: man i'll have what you're having i don't know what's going on i, I
2: besides morton i don't think any of those are reaches
1: okay all right right well, i mean I, am i crazy uh, i mean i don't know about trey kaufman Ren, so because we have not seen him play in college yet yeah i like mean six that's six just a toss-up yeah i i understand that but i'd like to see a little bit more out of him you know against high major competition before i start anointing him an nba draft pick
2: you just said potential
1: i did i, I did you
2: the possibility
1: i appreciate it you answered the question that's on me that's on me alright there you go folks pizza and NBA draft picks what more could you need um, this this is going to be airing a little bit out of order because we've got a couple podcasts recorded so uh, if you hear us mention some things and the one that comes out midweek it doesn't matter it's a podcast you're going to be fine you don't have to listen to them in order uh, everything will work out I promise so there we go for Casey and myself thanks for listening folks we'll be with you next time
2: Boiler up Piston down
1: Piston down I don't think that's what they say mm